women, Jensen added, there's a bit of an effect of menstrual cycle. Some women have a higher metabolic rate during the last half of menstrual cycle, during the luteal phase, when the resting metabolic rate in some women is up to 10% higher. You can't easily measure your resting metabolic rate in a precise way. There are some commercially available tests, but the best measurements come from research studies that use expensive equipment like a metabolic chamber. But you can get a rough estimate of your resting metabolic rate by plugging some basic variables into online calculators. It'll tell you how many calories you're expected to burn each day, and if you eat that many and your weight stays the same, it's probably correct. 4. Another thing that slows down the metabolism. Getting older. The effect happens gradually, even if you have the same amount of fat and muscle tissue. So when you're 60, you burn fewer calories at rest than when you're 20. Jensen said this continual decline starts as young as age 18. And why this happens is also another metabolism question researchers haven't answered. Why does your energy needs go down as you age, even if you keep everything else pretty much the same? That's one of the bigger mysteries we have. 5. You can't really speed up your metabolism for weight loss. There's a lot of hype around speeding up your metabolism and losing weight by exercising more to build muscle, eating different foods, or taking supplements. But it's actually very difficult to do. While there are certain foods, like coffee, chili, and other spices, that may speed the basal metabolic rate up just a little, the change is so negligible and short-lived, it would never have an impact on your waistline, said Jensen. Building more muscles, however, may be marginally more helpful. Here's why. One of the variables that affect your resting metabolic rate is the amount of lean muscle you have. At any given weight, the more muscle on your body and the less fat, the higher your metabolic rate. And that's because muscle uses a lot more energy than fat while at rest. So the logic is, if you can build up your muscle and reduce your body fat, you'll have a higher resting metabolism, and more quickly burn the fuel in your body. But there's a caveat, said Michael Rosenbaum, a Columbia University professor and researcher who studies weight loss and metabolism. If you have more muscle, it burns fuel more rapidly. But that's only half the question. If you do gain more muscle and effectively speed up your metabolism, you have to fight the natural tendency to want to eat more as a result of your higher metabolism. Many people cave in to the hunger that may come with working out a lot, too, and just end up adding more fat along with the muscle. Jensen also noted that it's difficult for people to sustain the workouts required to keep the muscle mass they gained. For most people, it's kind of impractical, he added. Overall, he said, there's not any part of the resting metabolism that you have a huge amount of control over. The control tends to be relatively modest, and unfortunately, it also tends to be on the downside. 6. Dieting can slow down your metabolism. While it's extremely hard to speed the metabolic rate up, researchers have found there are things people can do to slow it down, like drastic weight loss programs. Crash diets are probably the biggest effect we have on resting metabolism, said Jensen. Unfortunately, it's not a direction we want to go in. For years, researchers have been documenting a phenomenon called metabolic adaptation, or adaptive thermogenesis. As people lose weight, their basal metabolic rate, the energy used for basic functioning when the body is at rest, 
actually slows down to a greater degree than would be expected from the weight loss. To be clear, it makes sense that losing weight will slow down the metabolism a bit, since slimming down generally involves muscle loss, and the body is then smaller and doesn't have to work as hard every minute to keep running. But the slowdown after weight loss, researchers have found, often appears to be substantially greater than makes sense for a person's new body size. In the newest scientific study to document this phenomenon, published recently in the journal Obesity, researchers at NIH followed up with contestants from Season 8 of the reality TV show The Biggest Loser. By the end of the show, all of the participants had lost dozens of pounds, so they were the perfect study subjects to find out what happens when you lose a dramatic amount of weight in a short period of time. The researchers took a number of measurements, body weight, fat, metabolism, hormones, at both the end of the 30-